Welcome to Daikaiju Network's Toku Zone. I am your co-host, Kenton. With Jason, me what's other going on, everyone? So here we are. We're continuing our retrospective on Johnny Sacco and his flying robot. Uh, this episode, we're going to be covering episodes 8 through 10. And um, that's really about yep. it. So I think really, unless there's some housekeeping stuff, Jason, uh, you want to dive into a little bit of tokusatsu news, and then we'll get into covering the well, uh, as episodes. always, before we get to the news here, I just want to do the usual uh, housekeeping here as far as uh, where to find us uh, via through our live streaming networks and our uh, podcast networks here. Uh, first off, our streaming networks, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Live, Periscope, and DLive, and then our podcast networks, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, and TuneIn. And then as far as uh, social media, you can like and subscribe to us by the uh, by going to these uh, following social media networks. Uh, just search for Daikaiju Network. And we also have our own website here. Uh, you can find us at daikaijunetwork.com. And then if I can bring up the main team here, um, apparently uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the little... Um, screen capture thing that I had here is apparently not showing up, which is a bit uh, disappointing here. Um, I'm not even sure what else to do. A stupid program. <laughs> but uh, apparently uh, what my little um, browser window here is apparently showing me live is uh, that the new uh, uh, Superaya film, uh, Ultraman Taiga, uh, New Generation Climax, uh, they just announced the uh, release of the Blu-ray and DVD uh, for this film, which just actually came out uh, uh, early last month, and it's going to be released here on uh, Christmas Eve of, uh, obviously, December here. So uh, basically, uh, look out for that. Oh, there we go. Now it's showing up. <laughs> I'm not sure why it didn't uh, show up right away. So um, obviously, you can see uh, the the little screen capture here on YouTube and everything. And then, yeah, so that's, that's essentially about it for that. And then as far as uh, related news, there's apparently a, a sort of a main... Uh, breaking news here at the top of uh, Tokusatsu Network that apparently Toei, if we can go to this uh, specific news article, uh, registered a uh, trademark uh, for apparently what is the uh, 45th uh, installment of the Super Sentai series, uh, which they uh, trademarked uh, Kikai uh, Sentai Zengai. Uh, Senkiger, Senkiger, I'm probably botched that up a little bit, but uh, <laughs> apparently uh, they just uh, trademarked this. I'm not sure when specifically. I wonder if they have the date here. Um, looks like September 23rd, so basically a few days ago when they uh, registered the uh, the naming right for the apparently the uh, newest uh, 45th installment of the Super Sentai series here, which you can see the screenshot uh, here uh, in the main uh, image, and then just a little bit of news bits right there. And then let's just uh, sort of go back here, and I know um, Kira Monger Blu-ray collection uh, releasing next month, and then there's the Ultra Replica uh, ultimate bracelet from Ultraman Zero, which is announced for a pre-order. And if we can kind of go down here, and also this is one thing I wanted to uh, also discuss about uh, Garo Red. If you've, uh, he's famously known to being uh, that uh, sort of the evil doctor in uh, Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away a few uh, few days ago due to cancer. 
here. And uh, if we can uh, read some of this article here, according to his agency, uh, Saito underwent surgery for uh, pharynx cancer back in July. Uh, and started receiving chemotherapy earlier this month to prevent a relapse. On Saturday evening, uh, he fell ill during dinner and went to the hospital shortly after he passed away. And uh, apparently, mm. uh, or unfortunately, he was 69 at the time of his uh, death there. So that's uh, sad to hear about that news. And then... Um, and then another sort of uh, sad news that coming uh, writer Amazon's uh, Takashi uh, Fujiki uh, found dead in his home. Uh, let's read a little bit of this uh, news item here. Uh, Takashi, who portrayed the chairman of uh, Nozama Pharmacy and coming writer Amazon's, was found dead in his home by his son. His son lived with him and was out at uh, the time of his death. According to his agency, Takashi's workload was cut due to the coronavirus, obviously. In addition to that, he had to refrain from going out. Uh, Takashi was to appear in a musical this coming January title parade. And unfortunately, he was 80 at the time of his death. So unfortunately, we had a couple deaths within the last week there. So I don't know if you have anything to touch upon uh, those or any of the news items I've mentioned about. Um, I do have one thing to say, and I think it's something all of us can agree on and that is um screw you 2020 um uh, serious this has been a year i i'm sorry uh, you probably uh, for anybody who's sensitive to language you might want to cover your ears but fuck this year <laughs> seriously I just, I'm so sick of just the awfulness of <laughs> that this year has brought. Yeah, yeah, it's probably one of the craziest years ever. But um, unfortunately, some some things can be can be fucking nuts, you know. Nothing <laughs> nuts. But yeah, anyways, I think that's essentially about it of the news that I can think of, unless if you got. Anything else before we dive into the meat and potatoes of uh, this episode? Uh, trying to think. Um, I don't think there's anything that I've seen during the week, at least that I can remember off the top of my head, that is like newsworthy. Uh, I don't think so. So I'm just going to say no. If I remember anything, I'll bring it up, but mm -hmm. otherwise I'm going to say no. All right. All right. So with that, let's dive into episodes 8 through 10 of Johnny Sacco and his flying robot. And we're going to do our continuation of, uh, I'll say, the English followed by the Japanese title of each episode. And then we play not really a game, but sort of a fun little deal where we each sort of pick which um, – which uh, title is better in our opinions um last time it was just really a toss-up for the most part with most of those episodes i i, I do uh, have a feeling at <laughs> least at least two episodes here are probably going to be one one's going to be better than the other i have a feeling that with so two thirds of what we're with the one here. being the very first one that we're going to be discussing about uh, episode eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the reason why we're doing this is not only just for something kind of fun to add to all this, but um, because with the uh, big differences most of the time between Japanese and English, uh, there's never right words or phrases to accurately translate on one side or the other what the other side is trying to say. But then sometimes, too, uh, you get the English uh, folks who sometimes think they can do better and rename or say things differently, and sometimes you get that with the Japanese side, too. But um, the reason why we're also doing this is um, 
the, a lot of these episode titles are different enough that we just thought, why not even briefly bring those into discussion yeah. <laughs> as well and, and kind of let everyone and, know what the Japanese title is and we just have a brief discussion through each episode we go through. And when it comes to like this time span and everything, a lot of the, like the English and probably over in Japan as well, uh, same thing when when our stuff goes over there, that they, they probably tend to like really reduce on the stuff even in the names i mean like jerry and johnny those aren't their actual names according to the show or anything and yeah it's just a lot of times they'll tend to chop a lot of things up here and there so yeah all right so let's go ahead into episode eight and so the english title of that one is the challenge of the two-headed monster the japanese title is the challenge of dublion the swivel-headed monster jason which one do you prefer most i probably would say the japanese version <laughs> obviously the 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 challenge of the two-headed monster what the fuck is that <laughs> i i agree um First of all, it is incredibly wrong. It's not two-headed. It's got two faces, but it's on one head. There are no two heads to this creature. So by definition, the English title is disqualified because it's wrong. It's not two-headed. So yeah, I prefer the Japanese title. If if it was sort of uh, rephrased to two-faced monster, then... It probably would have been a little bit better, but still, it would have been a lot worse compared to the original one. I personally would think if they had changed it to the Two-Faced Monster, I would have preferred that because it just sounds so cool. (laughs) Two-Faced Monster, just... (laughs) All right, so uh, here's a... But before that, I know you mentioned about the, the... the chat that we had here i'm not entirely sure what's uh, going on with that either but um if one of you is typing in there uh sorry that we probably won't get around to <laughs> get around with your yeah, chats on uh, our restream on our restream yeah. chat uh box here I'm, I'm not entirely sure the reason why it's doing that uh to be honest with you but um if you want to go over to youtube there and just sort of i'm doing i'm going over to youtube so if anybody goes over there and decides to type anything uh i will be there to see what you type yeah i was thinking about maybe going to i can probably go over to facebook as well just to check up on there as well but we'll see while you're while you're doing that i'm gonna give the plot summary of episode eight the challenge of the two-headed monster or the challenge of Dublion, the swivel-headed monster. Three children go exploring for treasure in a mountainside cave. Instead, they find a gargoyle hideout with a rock monster hidden within the mountain. A one-eyed naval officer is escaping the gargoyle gang. Johnny and Jerry help him escape and take him to Unicorn uh, to aid him. The officer says uh, his children were held captive at a mountain by gargoyle. Johnny and Jerry help him out, but the officer reveals himself to be a member of the gargoyle gang named Harlequin. He attempts to trap Johnny, Jerry, and the three children with Dublion. Johnny calls Robo to help. Giant Robo battles Dublion while Johnny and the gang escape. During the battle, Johnny instructs Robo to destroy the mountainside base. This temporarily traps Harley Quinn and destroys Dublion. The day is saved for now. All right, going into a review and discussion. Um, of course, it's a Kenny that gets the children in trouble in a mountain. <laughs> a, a, Kenny, a Kenny or Kenny's. <laughs> Yeah, I just um, uh, when I when I heard that, I'm like, of course. <laughs> I wonder if there's some sort of inside joke to many of these TV, like Japanese TV shows or movies, because it seems like a lot of them have the name of Kenny or whichever. <laughs> Well, you know, it's sort of like here in the United States, you have, at least for men, common names like uh, Matt, Josh, John, uh, Tom, John, 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 everything, John. And um, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's Kenny could be a very popular name over in Japan. Uh, but I just. 
thought it was funny. Uh, I'm like, of course it's Kenny. Like in all these kaiju things, it's always some sort of Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> um, the funny thing about uh, this episode, because uh, I do remember bits and parts of certain episodes of this, and like I stated when we first started going through this retrospective, that the last time I watched this series um, was almost four years ago. It was I spent a week in December of 2016 going through this series, and. Uh, I remember once I saw this episode, this being one of the few episodes that really stood out for me um, because of the uniqueness of the creature, mm-hmm. Dublion, with the two faces. Not two heads, English translators. <laughs> it's two faces. Um, and um, I had totally forgotten Harlequin. Same same here. That I was going to mention about that, that I t- almost forgot about Harlequin in this. And the funny thing is that, like, for example, I'm going on my fourth run through of the original Twilight Zone, and I tell you right now, I know all the twists of every episode, so it sort of is ruined for me, sadly. So a lot of the fun of the, of, of those episodes is gone now. But maybe I need to do what I did with this show and. Uh, you know, ignore it for four years because, like I said, I totally forgot about it. Um, I didn't see coming the naval officer being a member of Gargoyle Gang. Um, I totally had forgotten the swivel headed monster until it actually showed up. Uh, you know, it, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do with Twilight Zone. <laughs> ignore it for like four or five years. Maybe, maybe I'll forget, but. That's one of my favorite TV shows that I, I remember almost everything from. It. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm trying to find a uh, a pic, at least a picture of Harlequin, just to kind of show everyone here what he looks like. It's it's not what you think. It's not like the Batman of Harley course, yeah. Harley Quinn. Google thinks it probably will be. <laughs> yeah, right now I just typed in Johnny Sacco Harlequin, but uh, unfortunately, it seems like I'm not finding anything of the sorts for harlequin just some images of emperor guillotine and uh Dr. go Botanist. to imdb type in johnny Sacco, and they usually have like an episode uh list that you can click on and they'll usually have uh, a few pictures involved with each episode all right um, um one of the things that I found, and of course, uh, as we've talked about ad nauseum up to this point with the series, is you really have to just go with this the, the series. Otherwise, um, when you try to think of reason or logic with this series, it's going to fly out the window. And uh, obviously, when Johnny, Jerry, and the kids are trapped by Harlequin and Gargoyle in the mountain, uh, apparently uh, Johnny's watch – well, not apparently. It does. Johnny's watch gets – it's shot by Harlequin. It's kind of weird, though, how it, the bullet doesn't hit his wrist and hurt him or as well. Like but actually, okay. go th- like go through not just yeah. not just the watch, but through his wrist. There. Yeah, and so. Of course, Johnny, just for the occasion, would have a spare watch on hand to call Giant Robo. I would, Um, you know, even even though this is a kid's show and everything, I probably would just call BS on that one. (laughs) Oh, it is. And and the thing is, is, um, you know, this is something we're going to continue to talk about with this series is just sort of the fact that it it really pulls a lot of stuff out of its butt. Um, There are a lot of contrivances. And again, like Jason said, it is a kid's show that happens a lot in kid's shows. Um, but as an adult, it really is whiplash-inducing uh, because it does take you out of it. You're just kind of like, wait a minute here. Like, you know, yeah. It, it's just – it's kind of annoying and irritating is what I'm getting at. Um, but yeah. Um, I, I, what are you going to do? Yeah, although I could not – really find a image of harlequin here but i do know the name of the actor who plays as um was it black dia slash harlequin it's uh hideo murota okay <laughs> that's about it but unfortunately <laughs> i'm kind of sad that we aren't able to find a image online of harlequin so okay well, let me do a quick search while you do some talking points here before I try this. But, um, yeah, even uh, the the scenes with uh, Harlequin uh, disguised as this uh, ship captain being chased down by the Gargoyle gang, 
in this episode. Just just by looking at him right away in the the first shots of this episode where he gets chased, that uh, probably one of the main features of Harlequin, even before he, well, while he's disguised as this uh, ship captain, is the eye patch over the left eye in this. And um, uh, even just by the appearance of this guy and sort of his uh, demeanor or behavior or mannerism, whichever you want to uh, go with, is that it, he seems to be a bit suspicious right away. Even uh, Marie, when he's uh, brought to the Unicorn headquarters there. Oh, uh, oh <coughs> I found one. Uh, why don't you send it over to me uh, in the chat here so that I can uh, link it up here in uh, the browser. But um, even even Marie, she was even suspicious of of uh, Harlequin or this ship captain, and then take take them to this uh, mountainside where the hideout was and uh, where Dublin is, Dublion, and then all of a sudden he turns into or changes into Harlequin. I I do like uh, the voice for Harlequin here, the dubbed voice of Harlequin. But then it seems like uh, I'm not sure what in the uh, the one of the next two episodes there that uh, that's for some reason that uh, they changed his voice for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why, but it just different voice hack. Yeah, it just seems to be not quite uh, not quite the match for Harlequin in the in the later uh, versions of the of the. Uh, show and it seems like that they've also changed up sort of the hairdo for harlequin because in this we'll in, get there. yeah and this one is a bit uh different but anyways yeah it's uh as, as far as the appearance of harlequin with him in this sort of uh black and white with some uh diamond pattern yeah i'll i'll get to that here in a minute he seems pretty badass in a way, no joke. But um, let me uh, grab that image and put it up uh, on the screen here while you talk here. So um, I thought the battle between Dublion and Giant Robo was actually pretty fun. I liked how it was a lot of hand-to-hand combat, and I really enjoyed Dublion's uh, ability to use the swivel head where the one head shoots out sort of a gasoline type of substance and then the other head turns around shoots out a fire um i just think that's pretty fun it's a unique way to utilize the the two-faced uh creature um the thing is though i'm a little confused as to how dublion died um uh, i don't know if that's something you can uh explain to me as far as what i got confused as to how he was Excuse me, dispatch. Mm-hmm. Um, give me one moment here. Uh, trying to open it up. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, keep talking here. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, that's what I got. <laughs> Outside of my final thoughts and my ratings All right. uh, for this episode. Um, it's okay. a unique episode. I will say that. Um, I, uh, again, I really do love the creature Dublion. Harlequin is pretty cool. And, and uh, this episode, like I said, is sort of full of uh, surprises for me because it's been a while. Yeah, so right now I've got it on screen, but for some reason, <laughs> the damn uh, – uh, I'm not sure what the heck is going on with the uh, the window capture here uh, for this. Um, let's see here. The wonderful things of live <laughs> streaming here. <laughs> technology in general. I've for, for everybody who is not aware, in fact, you aren't going to be, of course. Uh, I like I was telling Jason, I had over three hours spent yesterday with my computer updating itself. It was a big Windows update, and I spent part of yesterday and even a little bit of today before we got on for our podcast um, having to um, go back and redo settings I had for adapters 
vendors and programs. In fact, I even I thought to myself, I better check Skype. <laughs> so I checked Skype, and it actually had to install Skype again. Um, so yeah, like uh, technology, it's wonderful. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'm just uh, getting things prepped up here over on my end just sort of overlaying the <laughs> the browser window for right now so there there he is that's harlequin off to the left there with a left eye patch <laughs> there uh it would have been nice if his cape wasn't really covering over his uh outfit there but yeah um the the hairdo in this one is much different from what we see in the uh, later episode that we're going to be discussing about. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's Harlequin uh, right there in a nutshell. But, yeah, as far as uh, Dublion, it's, it's a pretty unique monster. I think as far as, uh, like, any of the kaiju movies or TV shows that uh, we've seen, that uh, this is probably the only monster that I can think of that has like two faces on one head um, like spits out I'm not sure if it's just regular water on one head or face. It has to be like a gasoline, I think. Either that. I thought it was gasoline. Either that, and then the other face uh, breathes out fire and everything. You might be right, actually. It could be water. It could be an elemental type of creature. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the fight, the fight between uh, Dublion and Giant Robot. I think it doesn't last too terribly long. Maybe at least a few minutes. Uh, where Giant Robo th- uh, throws him near the the hideout, and then uh, laser beams the hideout, destroying uh, the mountain along with it, and uh, burying uh, Dublion in the process. That's a cheap way of doing it. Yeah, cheap, I've cheap way of defeating like, <laughs> a monster. Well, I'm like, this is a giant creature. Like, I wouldn't think burying it in, in rock would actually stop it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, other other than that, uh, this this episode is at least... It's, it's a pretty decent uh, episode there, and uh, it, as it's... I would say it's probably one of the better uh, episodes that we have in this uh, few uh, in the uh, the three episode uh, thing that we have here. Um, yeah, of course we get we get the Kennys in here. Kenny or Kennys, uh, a pretty decent uh, bout between uh, Dublion and Giant Robo, and then we get at least. Um, from my understanding, one of the uh, reoccurrences of one of the henchmen for Emperor Gu- Gu- uh, Guillotine and uh, Harlequin here. So other than that, um, I would say my rating for this episode would be a 7 out of 10. Okay, uh, my final thought and rating is this. This particular episode reveals a secondary villain whom I had complete, completely forgotten about, Harlequin. Maybe there's a reason for that as this villain is not as impressive in the slightest. Wait a minute, that goes against everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> well, I changed my mind. I do think he's, he's pretty cool. Uh, despite... Despite him, this episode is fairly entertaining given how Robo is involved pretty early and continues through the end. It's a bit strange and confusing how Dublion is destroyed, but again, I go with it. I know now, though. It's a decent episode, but mildly forgettable at the same time. Six out of ten. That completely, in more ways than not, kind of goes against uh, most of what I just said. <sighs> I still That's probably a first for you. For this one, <laughs> I still stand by the six out of ten. It wasn't overly impressive. It, it, it was decent, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's weird. I've never had that happen before. <laughs> <laughs> the first time ever on Daikaiju Network. <laughs> yeah. All right, episode nine. Here's the English title. Tentaclon, an electric monster. <laughs> the Japanese title. Sparky, the electric monster. <laughs> <laughs> Which which one do you prefer? <laughs> uh, if 
if I want to be at least uh, non-trollish in a way and be a little bit more serious, I'd probably go with uh, Tentaclon. <laughs> Is that final answer? Yes. I like both. I think Tentaclon makes it sound more badass than Sparky. Um, (laughs) Sparky is more like a kid. Well, obviously, this is a kid show, but to me, it's a little bit too kiddish for me. Tentaclon is the better name. Uh, But here's the thing. Uh, I will say Tentaclon is better, but I'm going with Sparky the Electric Current Monster (laughs) just because it's so silly. (laughs) But I do not think it is the better title of the episode okay so here is the uh plot summary of the episode emperor guillotine reinitiates dr botanist with the gargoyle gang Sixty thousand people go missing at a soccer game as a result of tentaclon these hostages are used as a bargaining chip unicorn doesn't give up japan as guillotine demands in exchange for the hostages botanist realizes he's being followed by unicorn one member of the gargoyle gang is upset his brother is one of the sixty thousand people held hostage he's eventually killed for trying to save his brother johnny calls in robo robo is temporarily out until it launches a missile robo throws tentaclon and that somehow destroys it the end (laughs) this one i uh, again do remember watching as i was watching it um yeah, I do remember uh, some parts of it, particularly when it goes gets towards the end. There, where one of the gargoyle gargoyle game members uh, all of a sudden just turns on the game simply because his brother was part of the hostages uh, there. And I remember and the soccer field that too, and it's just um, what was what's the thing? Um, oh gosh. Um, now I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, well, I'll s- go ahead. Um, well, one of the things I have down is with Botanist back, what does that mean? Was Botanist killed and revived, or was he defeated and Guillotine allowed him back into Gargoyle? We're, we're never told specifically. I'd probably say maybe at least punished or something like some sort of off Excuse me, off-screen sort of uh, ordeal there. And again, we're never told. And you know, <laughs> obviously, yeah. Uh, at least so far, uh, Commander Spider hasn't showed up. So, so far, so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and unicorn. But um, yeah, it's. Um, oh yeah, uh, one of the things like when it gets towards the end there with one of the gargoyle game members turns on them. I mean, I'm not sure why like the other gargoyle game members just sort of gain up, like just turn against them right away or like at least try to appease them. Even with Dr. Button is like, (laughs) you like you shut up or anything. So your brother's a hostage, eh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, if you, if you want to, at least keep one of your members on board or something at least just try to let one of his family members go yeah i mean this is a strange episode because a lot of people look stupid uh for example dr botanist looks stupid after realizing he's been tailed after finding out he was already being tailed um because he looks surprised. Like he, he knew Unicorn was following him. But then when they get out of the car and they find the, uh, the, the, the tracking transmitter, he's surprised, even though he knew he was being followed. Well, well I know that they had like a, like a listening device in that uh, little uh, tape recorder that they brought over, you know, try to make a deal with uh, Unicorn there. It, I don't know. I don't think I really see saw him that surprised. But uh, the one thing that he did, I noticed when he uh, like he had an idea to use that tracking device that Johnny put on the car as a as a means to sort of uh, trap them in a ways or to kind of gain up on them in a specific area to let them. Uh, 
follow them into this, but like that trap them. Yeah, in that uh, cliffside area where they round up and and then being you know chasing them in that uh, cemetery there. Well. And again, you know how last episode we talked about how ridiculous Unicorn is with its security and all that. Unicorn continues its inability to be a very effective organization because that tracking device was barely, just barely underneath the bumper. And it's, I mean, you could and see it's so it. huge too. I mean, you th- yeah, like maybe have some sort of small little. Uh, pin size thing and maybe just put it like underneath uh like the motor or something of the sort instead of just like barely just underneath where the trunk is i mean you you might as well have thrown the tracking device on the windshield yeah. i mean might as well i mean the the stupid thing or just on the door be... handle for that matter it just was Dumb and, and like like I write here, I still don't trust Unicorn's ability to save the world because they just they, they can't do spy stuff or, effectively. Or, or at least just this sector of Unicorn. <laughs> Japan screwed then. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make a Tentaclon? I think this is a really neat kaiju. I, I, I do like it's them. really neat. It's or for some reason the design sort of reminds me of some sort of scarecrow hat, which just comes into mind. But then it, it also reminds me of of uh, the Gora in a way. The way how it comes in with uh, you know spewing out this uh, black dark cloud in the sky and then swooping in and. Just sort of the the mannerism of Ted Declan's sort Here, of like getting a picture is sort of like uh, Degora uh, in a way, but um, yeah, as far as Ted Declan uh, kidnapping all the like sixty thousand hostages in the soccer stadium, I'm not sure how he managed <laughs> to just. We're not supposed to ask, but you know what? That to me makes more sense than just. Um, the, the 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 ridiculousness of um, unicorn uh, being incompetent and um, uh, Dr. Botanist being surprised that he was being tracked after he already knew he was being tracked. Um, you know, just and again, I understand this. You're on my cord, but uh, I understand this is a kid show, uh, but still, I, I just – that sort of thing irritates me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, okay, let me uh, get this on uh, image here taken care of. There we go. And uh, – oops. Hit done and then transition. There you go. So that up in the uh, upper right corner, that is uh, Tentaclon. <laughs> there, just I'm guessing that is above the uh, the airport later on the episode there, where I think so too. Uh, yeah. Destroying parts of the airport and then confronting a giant Robo there towards the end. But yeah, as I mentioned earlier, it it just reminds me of. Oh, uh, Degora there, in a way, uh, sort of speak. Yeah, I do, and I do like the uh, Dogora. Even though I'm not a huge fan of the movie, I do like the the look of that particular kaiju. And yeah, this is very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, anyways, I uh, see. I'm trying to think of anything else here. I've, I've got a couple of things here. Um. Yeah, why don't you go ahead here? Um, I thought the gargoyle member trying to save his brother. Um, I've, I thought he, um, him being he was saved just long enough to help out Unicorn. Uh, it's always they that give way. Him his hat <laughs> they give him his hat back, though. Like I just thought that was kind of just like like he didn't have his hat, and then the next shot he's got his hat back, just like. Here you go, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's it's one of these things with it just <laughs> it's one of these things when it comes to these uh, type of shows where you know they they 
like you mentioned, they live long enough to at least give uh, the uh, the protagonists the the right amount of information to know uh, where to locate all the hostages yep. and then deactivate the bomb. But then, as far as far as the uh, the sixty thousand hostages, how do they at least manage to get them underground in this? Uh, isolated island I'm guessing around uh, Tokyo Bay here like I mean you got this uh, hatchet like the hatch thing yes I know Uh, that's really small in this (laughs) hideout bunker area and yes I know it's a kid show blah 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 science who cares asking too many logical (laughs) questions on the co-host in Minnesota (laughs) shut up (laughs) but yeah that's that's probably one of the things so well um, you know uh, I think the I think the episode is uh, still fairly entertaining, despite the fact we don't have much in the way of Tentaclon and a giant uh, Robo. Giant Robo, he um, essentially comes in like towards the end of the like each episodes, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Um, it, the the thing is, is that I really believe that this episode it set things up, but my biggest issue comes with the ending everything with the ending comes so fast and everything is contrived obviously for time constraint purposes Mm -hmm. i felt like this should have been a two-part episode because um there would have been um i think a pretty darn good story i mean sixty thousand people sixty thousand people that's a lot yeah a lot Um, (laughs) but like you know this is some serious stuff and I think there was enough here to do a two-parter, and for whatever reason, they just decided um, they they just decided not to. And I just think the ending—I'm I'm really disappointed with this ending, quite honestly, um, because yeah, he- despite Gad Bachness looking stupid and Unicorn looking stupid at various points in the first two thirds or so of the episode, um, it was still pretty entertaining for the most part and i was willing to by and large go with it but then what uh, once they realized oh crap like the episode is almost ready to be over with we need to like wrap this thing up that's where i have a lot of issues mm-hmm. with it I, I feel like we are robbed of a very good fight between robo and a pretty cool kaiju and the kaiju you know wasn't even uh in the episode all that much to begin with. yeah it just seemed like once giant robo comes in he just grabs uh tentaclon just throws him down the ground and explodes that's about it <laughs> but yeah and i mean despite uh, with the with the exception of tentaclon who i think is a cool kaiju but we don't get enough of him I really believe that the only bright spot of this episode is the return of Dr. Botanus. And speaking of uh, Dr. Botanus and that uh, uh, whole cemetery scene, what did you think of – I don't think I've seen this uh, sort of ability before up until this point. What did you think of him regor- regrowing you- arms? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, okay. That I, I can't believe I forgot to put that in my notes. I don't I didn't think he grew arms. I thought um he had like dummy arms or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. That to me is what it looked like. To me it looked like dummy arms. I think I think he just has the ability to like regrow parts of his body and everything just it's like uh, what is it? Uh, what, is it a gecko that can grow its tail back? Something like that. But yeah, it, it also reminds. He's like a gecko or whatever reptile you know it, will detach a body part and regrow. It also it. reminds me. If that's it, also reminds me of uh, Piccolo from the Dragon Ball Z uh, franchise, where like where he where if one of his body parts gets blown off or cut off and stuff, he has the ability to regrow those uh, body parts. Yeah, I cannot believe um, I forgot about that yeah. uh, because that was something uh, I was going to mention and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the brings back memories. Yeah, the the little the little uh, chat that 
Kent sent over. <laughs> but anyways, um, I can't believe I forgot about that. I meant to write that down, and I guess I was so involved. I also, with how the I also like ended. how it just like sticks on one of the uh, pillars or something. I'm not sure if it was like a concrete or a wooden pillar, like his arm there when he throws it. <laughs> crazy and then that's one of the reasons why i love dr yeah Badness. but then also one of the weird things is when he gets uh, cornered at that one little um monument that's i'm guessing in the middle of the cemetery there and you have everyone like all the uh unicorn uh peoples like basically around this thing it's it's like a circular type of monument and he's on one side but you would think uh when he is um when he escapes uh from this you know throwing something down and then completely disappears you would think one of these guys from the other side would have noticed (laughs) that he's gone but then it's like where'd he go Again, I don't trust Unicorn. I just don't. And and again, to talk about the ending, I don't like the way it ends because it's brief and stupid. Tentaclon is thrown and destroyed, really? Like, that's it? Another throw and destroy? Yeah, basically, it's just like the last episode where where Giant Robo throws uh, Dublion down and then uh, destroys the hideout on the mountain in the mountainside there with his eye lasers and then buries him. Uh, by the way, I also liked how, <laughs> how all those rocks just like comes from the air, just buries Dublion. But yeah, it's, it's essentially the same thing, uh, in these two episodes where giant robo, uh, throws the monster and then explodes or dies or whatever, for whatever yeah, because, reason. Um- yeah, I mean, going through this with a more critical eye, uh, again, because that's kind of what we feel like our obligation is when we discuss things on this podcast, um, I, I, I become sort of more disappointed with a lot of the uh, 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 conclusions of these fights. Um you, you might as well not even have a fight. You might as well have uh, – what's his name uh, from Iron King, the uh, cowboy guy, come in and just save the day. I mean I, I just – I find it very disappointing mm-hmm. uh, with how these fights conclude. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other other than that, it's it's at least a, a an okay show or – I would say a decent episode in a way. Also sort of liked how Dr. Dr. Botanist acted within the first half of it. And then also including (laughs) the whole cemetery scene there with him. But um, other than that, uh, a little, the fight for this episode is a little bit of a down, like a downer in a way. Um, It was pretty quick. Um, yeah, it was a pretty fast episode. I wish there could have been more. Like you said, it should have been at least a two-parter, uh, sort of speak. But um, when it comes to this episode, I'll at least give it a six out of ten. Uh, warning: uh, as we as I go into my final thoughts about this episode and the next episode, I'm not too kind. Uh, this episode becomes entertaining as a result of botanist returning. Otherwise, little is done over the course of the episode to bring about incredible action. I still, though, find the character's mission mildly interesting, despite myself knowing exactly what is happening. The final battle is pretty piss poor, and the worst part about about it, given the fact <laughs> that Tentaclon seems to be a formidable foe. But time constraints prevented us from having a good fight. Why wasn't this a two-parter? This ending sequence is what gives this episode negative uber points, despite most of it being mildly decent. It's still fun, but we're devoid of anything really fun at the end. Three out of ten. Wow, three out of ten. Jeez. (laughs) And I thought I was a bit harsh. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was harsh there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So here we go. 
uh, episode 10, our last episode for this podcast. The English title is called The Transformed Humans, and the Japanese title is called The Reconstructed Man. Jason, which one do you prefer? Boy, I was kind of hoping for something a lot better for the Japanese version because I know this was one of the other episodes uh, episode titles that I thought was going to be much better. But no, <laughs> it's uh, it's sort of hard to pick now. Um, gosh. Um, for me, I probably would... <sighs> I probably would prefer the English version for this one, especially especially the with about- the way how uh, the the episode progresses and what they do to uh, at least a couple of the people that I would say at least brainwashed. Yeah, I, I would say this time, quite honestly, the English title gets it more accurate in terms of what actually happens. This is sort of the exact opposite effect of what we saw with episode eight, mm-hmm. where the English title was completely wrong in terms of its wording and, and, and sort of what that was about. Wow. Through puberty, <laughs> uh, and the reconstructed man sounds cool. I mean, both titles I think sound cool, but again, like with episode eight, words mean things. Okay, it, you can't just throw anything in there and have it mean the same thing. Right? Reconstruction is different than transform. It's, it's, it's like if you were doing the reconstructed man, it'd be almost like like he's blown apart and he's pieced back that or something along the lines of inframan something like that too yeah transform means you're whole but you're turning into something different like you know obviously why are we even discussing that (laughs) (laughs) well i'm just trying to make a point um, here Yeah, I would say the more accurate title is the English title. So, yeah. Okay, so here's a plot summary of episode 10. Our famous Arabian robot is on the loose again, somehow, this time kidnapping Mr. Suzuki. Suzuki is under the control of Botanist and Harlequin via mind control. Jerry and Johnny are taken hostage by Botanist. Botanist calls out his robot and Johnny calls out his. Apparently throwing the robot head over heels into water is enough to destroy it again. Robo saves Jerry and Johnny long after 20 seconds is up from the bomb. The end. <laughs> uh, yeah, with with this episode, I, I sort of totally forgot that uh, what what was the name of this monster again? I I know I've got it down. The full the full name of it, uh, Ligon Tyrox, or just Tyrox. Ligon Tyrox. Yep. Um, yeah, I was it's like, even though it's been a little over a year since I've last watched uh, Johnny's this uh, TV show, that I totally forgot that uh, Tyrox comes back, and if for whatever reason, even though. It was completely destroyed in the the last episode that I appeared in. But yeah. I like to <laughs> the the first the first scene where he swallows up an entire train. Even with the the like, it seems like the sizing just gets really gar like just gets thrown out the window here. Even with I would say since. Uh, the first episode that we discussed for this uh, for our episode here, episode 8 where like everything was just like uh, like when Dublion and Giant Robo were fighting each other, they were inside a mountain mountain, and then once they uh, you know crashed or like get out from the mountain, it they were much larger <laughs> than the mountain itself. It's like sizing doesn't really just really gets thrown out the windows. Like physics doesn't really exist in this universe at this point. No, and again, kids but, show. But um, with this one here, like the train was just really small compared to Tyrox, but then like just from other shots here and there, it was probably a good size for it to where like how how would a train just like get swallowed up by tyrox here's the thing 
And I'm going to sort of, in a sense, and I still want to talk about certain points that I have written down here, but in a nutshell, uh, this episode is a complete and total disaster um, for many reasons. Um, for example, I think it's incredibly pathetic that Unicorn isn't more helpful in rescuing Johnny and Jerry. I mean – for fuck's sake that's part of their job and not a single fucking one of them comes to try to even aid them Mm -hmm. they're they're basically on their own yeah and it's like okay that's ridiculous and and also this is the episode where uh, Dr. Botanist and Harlequin meet up for the first time here and as well as teaming up. And this is also where Harlequin, at least his dub voice, is uh, changed and as well as his hairdo compared to what we've shown you uh, a little bit ago. His hairdo is at least a little bit longer and maybe a little bit more wildish and I would probably say puffed up more. Here's the thing, though, and this is another issue I have with the episode. Harlequin is useless. Mm-hmm. He more or less stands around, sort of takes orders from botanists, but by and large, he's just standing there beside botanists most it of the just, time. Just scout. It almost felt like uh, whoever wrote uh, this episode, it just seemed like that. They didn't quite know what to do with certain characters or where to go about with this episode. He's not needed. Yeah, it, yeah he was basically That's the thing useless. because Botanist led the uh, – he led everything with the diabolical plan uh, implemented in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean they should have kept Harlequin out. Yeah. You know, it just – pro- pro- I would say the only – best use of him was when he was disguised as one of the waiters at the hotel there, bringing him uh, Jerry and jo- uh, Johnny those two drinks and then but then it just sort of goes downhill from there where he, uh, they easily spot uh, Dr. Botanist at the window there and then blah blah blah, he turns into Harlequin <laughs> just like that for no reason. More fake arms. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Two of them for that back matter. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's as if he expected Johnny and Jerry to grab the briefcase. It was uh, pretty funny how botanist did that again. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that, that whole scene there with Harlequin just coming in and then uh, with the drinks, but then with the appearance of botanist, yeah, he was basically useless in this episode. Well, yeah, and and Harlequin was only under disguise for maybe 30 seconds in the hotel room. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous. It was pathetic. Yeah, there and, was, and I'm very disappointed. There was really no reason for him to disguise himself or even be in the episode for that matter when Dr. Botanist comes right at the window there and then just casually walks in, steals the <laughs> briefcase and that was it. Right. Even though eventually the briefcase was just full of more fake stuff. <laughs> Outside of the fake arm moment, the only other good thing I really liked about this episode was the interrogation scene a botanist has with Suzuki and how he's uh, wrapped up Suzuki in Christmas lights. Um, Not only was it silly, but at the same time, I also thought it looked pretty horrific. Like it was very creepy. Well, just just that shot with – when they were interrogating uh, Suzuki there, it was – I would say that's probably the best part of that episode, just that whole uh, scene itself. Yeah. Otherwise, it was, yeah. Yeah. Even with with my rating here, I probably I'm probably going to have to change it <laughs> now, now that I think about it. Yeah. But anyways, we ready for final thoughts? Yeah. It, I'm not sure what else to say about this episode in a way, even with the uh, the return of Ligon Tyrox or Tyrox for short. Um, I'm not sure what actually happened to Tyrox. Did he get did he get thrown? 
I'm trying to think. He, he was thrown into the yeah. water. Three that three episodes it. in a row. Just giant robo throws a, a monster or a robot. That's the end of it. So that's basically the entire theme <laughs> of this episode. We're just giant robo throws a monster, and that was it of that monster. And yeah, and then also Harlequin was basically useless in this episode. I mean, there is really no need for him. Whoever wrote this episode should have rethought of what they're actually of what they really wanted to use Harlequin for. Otherwise, they should have just left him out in this episode completely. It. I've got nothing else to say. Even though my original rating was five out of ten, I'm probably just going to say three out of ten. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, you thought I was harsh the last time. Listen to this. Another mildly entertaining episode, given the fact that botanist is involved. The rest of the episode, however, is just garbage for the most part. There is little story and substance here to really carry the day, and Unicorn being, for whatever reason, to help rescue Jerry and Johnny is a huge black eye to this episode and the rest of the Unicorn organization. Sorry, but I'm tired of the supposed ineptitude by Unicorn at this point. Zero out of wow. ten. <laughs> I've sort of hit my limit with Unicorn, and um, yeah, I just... This whole three... Uh, episode uh, retrospective that we've done here, 8 through 10, weren't necessarily some of the strongest episodes. They had some fun, interesting moments, but I would argue, with the exception of episode 8, uh, by and large, uh, the episodes really were terrible. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was at least going to be consistent, but nope, not really. And at least right now we're halfway through disc two on this at this point. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm. But anyway, I do think on some level it's going to get better. Yeah, I'm, we just kind of hit a rough I'm patch hoping. here. In fact, I'm telling you right now, I know this for a fact, because my son wanted to watch the episode after this because he enjoys the series. I'm telling you right now, Dracolon makes a return. Uh. And I hope that <laughs> no, I no 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 no. I watched a little bit of it with him. I think we're gonna start at least with one episode. Have a pretty we're we're gonna return. Well, and that's why I was saying that I I hope that we go on the upswing after this episode. At least with one, we yeah. are. The others I can't say, <laughs> but <laughs> but um. So do we want to come back and do episodes uh, eleven through thirteen on October tenth? Um, I really can't think of anything that would get in the way at that moment. Okay, so uh, October tenth, episodes eleven, twelve, and thirteen of Johnny Sacco and his flying robot. And by that point, we will be halfway through the series. Man, hard to hard to believe that that's <laughs> that that's the case. I thought this was going to take eight months. I think we'll probably be done. Let's see, that'll be October. We'll probably be done in January, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> at the weight, at the rate that we're going at. At the weight, we do wait. What you going for? But uh, <laughs> otherwise, I'm I'm guessing we're uh, basically done. We are. Yes, we are. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for everybody for listening and watching to this episode. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it, and we will see you in a couple weeks when we talk about three more episodes of Johnny Sacco and his flying And robot. before uh, we sign out here, I just want to uh, point out again, as far as our uh, streaming and podcast networks here, our streaming networks, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Live, Periscope, and DLive, and as and our podcast networks, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn. And then uh, you can also like and subscribe to us at these following social media networks. Just search for Daikaiju Network. And you can find us at our own website over at daikaijunetwork.com. So thanks for watching, everyone. And uh, we'll see you guys on uh, October 10th for episodes 11 through 13 of Johnny Sacco and his flying robots. All right. Take care, everyone. Take care.